right, thank you. My name is Dave Brock. I am the chair of the Cuyahoga County Democratic Party and your substitute host for this week's uh, podcast. And we're fortunate to be joined by Cuyahoga County Executive Chris Ronane. Chris, thank you so much for coming today. I appreciate this. Good to be with you, Dave. I was talking to a mutual friend of ours today, John Story, and I was talking to him about you and I when we first met. And John, of course, yeah. remembers it in detail. He is the uh, chief of staff for Lakewood Mayor Megan George now. And he says it was 10 years ago. And we were both at, at, a, at a then Indians game. That's right. And I said, absolutely. That's exactly right. So it's been 10 years of friendship, baseball yeah. friendship, politics friendship. So it really means a lot. Um, to have you here, here it's today. Great, well, yeah. it's great to be with you. And I, I would add to that list getting things done. It's good to That's be, right. you know, yeah. getting things done with you. And to our mutual friend, John, I mean, it's uh, great to see what they're doing in the city of Lakewood, yeah. too. You know, I, I represent 59 communities, and uh, they're all in their own unique way different, but there's yeah. a lot of commonality. And some of the things I've been seeing lately in the city of Lakewood, like the walkability of the town, you know, the connection to the waterfront, the, uh, the you know, uh, really the ideas about uh, accentuating arts and culture, small business, you know, a really open tent community as i call yeah. it you know it's, it's a lot to like there so shout out to mayor george and uh and to john and uh to our mutual friend but shout out to you too you know the party has been getting stuff done and i'm really mm -hmm. uh as uh, a member of your executive committee in the Cuyahoga county democratic party that's right i uh, really really impressed with just this past august turnout mm -hmm. and the way you mm -hmm. turned out the vote for this quote-unquote special election yeah, and know, uh right? it was uh Impressive feat, and I want to just thank all Cuyahogans, especially our Democrats who got out and That's voted, right. because yeah. we turned out the vote, thanks to the leadership of this party, you guys, uh, our citizens, and I think we led all leaders in the state. We did. We had the That's highest, 77%, the yeah. highest, and the uh, highest no votes, highest yeah. sheer total votes. So, yeah. yeah, it was remarkable. And thank you for being a partner this whole time. Yeah. You've, all, you've never said no to anything. So, Well, and one uh, last yeah. point on yeah. that. I think I, yeah, I think yeah, I yeah. told you it was nice to have some yeah. bragging rights up here in Cuyahoga County. Uh, you know, I was happy to work with you that day on Election Day right. Uh, right out of these offices at Democratic headquarters. Right. But I got a call offline from a friend of mine who's a county commissioner down in Franklin County, right. uh, Commissioner John O'Grady, and he said, Who's it going to be? You or us? Yeah. And I bet us. Uh, just a, <laughs> That's great. Just a, nothing on the wager line other than our pride. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. We want it. And so thank you, Cuyahoga County right. Democrats. Right on. Um, so interesting to, to start there. So 2021, 2022, we saw a real shift um, yeah. in the political landscape in this. Some of the big institutional positions yeah. went to newcomers. Yep. Uh, Mayor Justin Bibb in 2021, yeah. then the county party last uh, summer of 22, and then last November with your election. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and I, people would bring that yeah. up to me a lot last year and perhaps even to yourself. Yeah. So I guess... We, what does it mean to be a Democrat yeah. to you, or what is a Democrat? Why are you a Democrat? Well, you know, I, I would say just reflecting back on the mm -hmm. elections that you mentioned, some of the bigger ones. I mean, first of all, there were some open seats. You know, it, it was nice to just be in a place where uh, we had, we had some seats open up. Obviously, the major city mayor's race in Cleveland was an open seat, as an example. Uh, but it was nice to see you know new leadership just step up, you know, and got to go. You know, yeah. when you get when you go, you go. And um, you know, I, I consider myself one of those people. You know, I've been around yeah. public service for a long time but this is my first elected uh office hold right. you know uh, now uh, as county exec and you know some would say well that's a quantum leap to go from nowhere to uh mm -hmm. to county exec but i would also say you know over the years it's been partnering in the multi-sectors you know to try to get stuff done you know right. i was lucky to be cleveland planning director under mayor jane campbell she gave me a shot i was a campaign manager learned a little bit about politics as we did that but we all um sort of you know stand on the shoulders of those who came before us I'm lucky to have gotten the opportunity to serve our community, but I feel like I've been in service for a long time, but it's 
um, when you get back to like, what's the sea change? What's the shift? You know, or why for me to be a Democrat? I mean, the answer to that last question is easy. Um, you know, it, it's it's the big tent, big heart mm-hmm. of this party. You know, which is <clears throat> becoming more the exclusive domain of the Democratic Party. Absolutely. We are uh, a party that is just uh, a you know that cares in terms of the empathy for people. Um, you know, we are we are one that understands the richness of our diversity. Um, we are one who stand for one another when, you know, the chips are down or when we're celebrating the successes. But I learned a long time ago that this is a party of a big tent, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, that steps up for our brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ community, and we, we need to. We need to right. say, we are family, you know, that steps up for workers, you know, that steps up for uh, all our communities, black, brown, white, yellow, everybody, you know, we're all together, you know, and I think that's what's exciting about this party is that this is America, you know, that this, this is who we are. Cuyahoga County, I often say, is a microcosm of this country. And, And so that's why it's fun to be a Democrat. I always say, I didn't have to be anybody I wasn't. I just had to be myself when I was mm-hmm. running. I said that over and over again. Right it's on. good to be home in Cuyahoga County, being who you are, never selling out your soul to somebody else that you're not. Right. And I've seen too much of that on the other side of people that are selling their soul. And for us, we're just who we are. That's right. Chris, I think a lot of people don't know this, that you've actually been involved in politics for much longer than, like I said, people realize. You were, in fact, Democratic ward leader at one point right. in your... Well, yeah, I, go ahead. I was mentioning you, you stand on the shoulders of those who came before you and... Uh, you know, I uh, was living in Lakewood. I moved into Cleveland in my early 20s. Um, professor of mine, Norm Crumholtz, who's yeah. always my mentor uh, in city planning, just an uh, amazing guy. I worked for Carl Stokes. He, uh, he said, of course, I got a guy that you need to meet. He wants some help on a campaign. And mm-hmm. I show up at the guy's door in Tremont, and it's a guy named Bob Hudacek. Great candidate, by the way. Mm-hmm. Sorry about what happened, because his campaign manager uh, was me. He, I, I thought I was a volunteer. And then he said, am I meeting my new campaign manager? So I got I got the bug. Right. We had a blast. You know, we mm-hmm. worked uh, – at the time, it was uh, – Ward 13, and this was uh, pre Kerry McCormick, pre Joe Simperman, but it was uh, it was right. a ward that spanned from North Broadway uh, to the uh, River's Edge, eastward to 72nd. So okay. picked up Hoff, St. Clair, Broadway, downtown, and a little part of Ohio City. It was just a great in Tremont. It was a great, great uh, experience. But I learned about Cleveland walking, knocking on doors, you know, I mean, right. and, and just having conversations on porches with people about issues that mattered. Really, really caught the bug. And, um, you know, I kept going with city planning. And I always said that politics and planning, but frankly, politics and almost any job, they inextricably link and yeah. they weave. And it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. So I did a lot of my off time with other candidates. But one of the things you mentioned was being a ward leader. Then it was Ward 18. It was for Councilman Jay Westbrook before right. um, right. he had actually been council president. I became his ward leader after his council presidency. I learned a lot from Jay. Okay. You know, again, knocking on doors in our ward back then, 18. And, you know, I always said to Jay, and I'll shout out to him today, um, the, the the blocks you went further and deeper into places where there was more and more economic disparity were the places where they loved Jay Westbrook more. Exactly. And so, um, yeah. you know, his his mantra about, well, it works for all of us, like, that, that was that was Jay. And uh, I was lucky to be his ward leader. I then got a lucky break to be Jane Campbell's uh, campaign manager. Right. Uh, it was an audacious task, 77 square miles of the city. Who is this kid? Right. You know, right. Uh, right. Right. at the time, uh, we had uh, 21 wards to cover. And uh, yeah. I, I just loved it. And it was all about the field team. It was all about the people who cared uh, that made the rounds for Mayor Campbell. And uh, and we won. Yeah, Lo and right. behold, we right. won. And uh, again, I stand on the shoulders of, mm-hmm. of all those people I mentioned because they all gave me a shot. That's great, yeah. yeah. And today, you and I are both Clevelanders, yeah. and 
what we see in Cleveland, which is true really uh, nationally, is we yeah. see trends of urban areas in particular, big cities, where turnout is going down. And certainly for yeah. 20, 30 years, really, in Cleveland, that has been the case. And yeah. I know you've, you're an incredibly thoughtful uh, guy. So have you any insights into yeah. why or how yeah. to I mean, I, all you can do is step up and do, right? You got to go do the work. And, um, you know, again, compliments to the party here. I've been with you calling in on, on Election Day, trying to That's get right. voters uh, you know, engaged into the polls. Uh, but I'll tell you where I'm working personally these days is in high schools, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get um, young persons engaged in the voting process process, which means getting registered, which means knowing that you can vote, you know, when you're 18 on the issues, if the issue, uh, if you're 17 and you're yeah. heading toward your 18th birthday at the time of the election, you can vote, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm trying to get young people engaged. And I tell them a little bit about my story coming up from high school and things that I, you know, I, I did and it, you, know, you just get them engaged and why it matters. That idea that, I mean, we're not kidding. We've seen elections where one votes made the difference in right. local elections, particularly we've seen that 1% where it made right. the difference and, and you can make the diff and you, you can name so many elections, but I'll tell you a story. I tell the high school students all the time in my 59 communities I ran in, I had a couple say that we got out and voted at, right after dinner at 6.30 on election eve. And uh, and they said, uh, we voted for you. It was two people. Well, that particular village, Oakwood Village here in Cuyahoga County, okay. I won by one vote. No so kidding. that couple going out to vote after dinner actually turned me you know, oh, as, as a fantastic. victory in that community. Yeah. So I, I get to the young kids and say, get out and vote, you know, and, and, and your vote matters. And then try to consider, you know, running. You know, a lot of uh, younger people are running, whether it's legislature or whether it's uh, city council races, Mm -hmm. a couple of younger mayors now, you know, and uh, I think it's just exciting to see, um, you know, that uh, new enthusiasm in the next generation. It's what we're going to have to do to turn the tide toward better engagement. Yeah, absolutely. But I guess uh, the how do you tell, how do you communicate to people who for whom job insecurity or housing insecurity or food, you know, all of these other issues that they're dealing with? Yeah. How, any suggestions on how well, to? Yeah. Again, the high school students that I've been with recently in Cleveland, in in uh, Warrensville, in Westlake, you name it, wherever you are, um, you know. And Tri C's been helpful in engaging some of our high school students on the small D civics of getting kids engaged. We talk about the issues that really matter. I mean, I say to young women, "Do you want me to stand between you and your doctor?" Right. You know, that's why this matters. You know, I say to young kids, "Do you want to see more climate deniers?" You know. Right. No, that's why this matters. You know, I think you got to meet them where they're at. And I think what I'm seeing in a younger generation is their rights, their human rights, their respect for the yeah. diversity of who we are as a people, and their respect for the climate. You know, these are things that are, are hitting with people. And I think when you when you match issues that matter to the fact that the voting actually matters on yeah. these issues, you resonate. It, isn't it r- remarkable? I think we're both Gen Xers, mm-hmm. and it is really remarkable. And I taught at a college for yeah. um, several years. It is remarkable to see young people's intolerance uh, of intolerance. Of intolerance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was just yeah, going to right, finish right. that line. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's been something. It's to a beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And I've got fifteen and thirteen year old in my life and my yeah. kids, and uh, you know. It's a beautiful thing to see kids tell it like it is, yeah. to, to stand up to somebody who's, whether we're Gen X and they're Gen Z, and look up right. to X and say, you're wrong. You know, right. I mean, think this through differently. I love seeing kids boldly convey their point of view. I yeah. love that. You know, and, and, and there'll be and generations perhaps elder than us that'll look down and say, well, they ought to mind their own business or keep oh, their mouth yeah. shut. No, no, talk, speak with us. You know, I was in a school the other day that uh, teacher was shushing everybody. I'm like, no, let the kids say it. Let, sure. them, let them say it. We need them engaged. I mean, I hope, I hope in engagement right now, 
we, we, we are looking only up, you know, especially yeah. in our cities. I mean, our center cities, and we, I, I hate the correlation mm-hmm. of, of poverty, of, of, of educational attainment and the lack of voter engagement because what it's signaling is despair and hopelessness. Right. But really, when you look at the aggregate of our, of our next gen, I think there's a whole lot of hope. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for those, we're going to shift here to the job of mm-hmm. county executive. Yeah. But for those who don't know, August 8th was a really big day, and we were doing phone banking here in Cleveland at party headquarters calling Cleveland voters and our county executive was nice enough to come uh, make some calls for about a half hour to an hour this shows the commitment to the party to the city yeah. to everything so I again want to thank you so much for I want to thank I want to thank our Democrats for getting me yeah, here. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and you get here, you got to remember who right. got you here, and you got to make the calls. Exactly. Leaders show up, and uh, and it's about the work. That's exactly right. Yeah. So we we appreciate that. Yeah. So it's been almost a year since you were elected county executive, yeah. which is there's only other one one other job in this state that has more constituents, right? Yeah. And that's the governor, the governor, yeah. governor of Ohio. So what has it been? What have been some of the biggest surprises in terms of? your expectations yeah. when you took over for good or or ill well first i want to thank the workers of cuyahoga county I minute mean, we just submitted our county budget today and uh first thing i did was thank our workers you know you got you got seven thousand employees that are working hard yeah. many of them not paid enough and we're working on the wage uh you know disparities but there's uh there's people who are just doing great public service work at just the ground level every day and i want to thank the workers for that and uh, yeah. try to be there i try to get out to our offices i try to meet with our organized bargaining units and try to you know just get to know people and what they're what's on their mind as workers mm-hmm. go. But as far as surprises go, look, I, I mean, I have felt, as I said earlier, that this is a uh, this is a constituency of solution providers. I mean, you, if you go out and listen to people, you know, our frontline nonprofit uh, leaders and workers, you know, our, our organizations that are doing the work with the public agencies, uh, you listen to what people are doing and you find civic solutions, civic entrepreneurs. I love that. And I, and I knew they were there. I learned about it more on the campaign. If you do real listening on your campaign, you can move faster when you get there in the administration. I will say of the surprises, um, and this is a, a sad, you know, uh, point. I I felt that, you know, there was a narrative about our um, our workers, frankly, and where we were receiving kids at, at government buildings that uh, I wanted to know more about. First week on the job, on a Friday night, I got a call from a. Um, from a, wor- a social worker and her uh, manager who were working late at our um, Jane and Hunter building. Right. And they said, we got a, we got a kid uh, who's uh, in an ambulance and the, the, the directive from the hospital provider was to drop the kid off. And we argued back to the, to the hospital, can you keep a kid for the weekend? It was a young teenage female mm-hmm. and they didn't. And so we took the girl in and what I, learned there on my very first week, first Friday on the job, was that our team is going around the clock to help people in the most dire need. And, you know, the the person who called and the manager, they they, they got her food, they got her a room for the weekend, and that's what we're seeing. We've seen kids dropped off in a school bus on a Friday afternoon. And in, in both cases, they were Fridays. And it breaks your heart, but it, it 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 also is humbling that you know we've got some really purposeful work to do right. to give those who have the least some footing, you know, yeah. a ground to stand on, just just you know um, the basics and and ultimately the dignity uh, that they deserve in their lives. So, um, it, it it I knew I knew this was out here, but I saw it really up close and personal how much um, 
some of our residents need us and uh mm -hmm. and that's where the work is and it's a heavy lifting yeah that's exactly right that's exactly right yeah. uh do you ever one of the things that i think that i've certainly encountered is there is a sense we know cleveland has problems and not yeah. unlike other cities do, do you ever have trouble getting people to buy into sort of long-term thinking because a lot of what needs to be fixed isn't going to be done in a year yeah that's a great point dave i i think i'm a believer my quote an old boss jane campbell she said you got to ride your bike while fixing it. And That's I think right. there's something to that, that, you know, we have to show people, you know, sort of week by week, month by month, mm -hmm. you know, progress. Uh, but we also have to remind people that some of these systems uh, didn't take a day to get broken and That's they're right. not going to take a day to get fixed. They're going to take more. I think as long as you're showing a trajectory of, 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 you know, performance and, 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 and good outcomes, you know, people bear with you. Um, you know, I'll take our justice system as an example. I mean, I mean, you know, we have to work way upstream to to diminish the number of persons who are coming downstream into the jail system. Right. Uh, we have got just some really sad uh, statistics, and and we got to remember that these aren't statistics. Every statistic is a life. Yeah, it's a person, and so when you have a disproportionality of um, of young kids in our juvenile detention system that are disproportionately of color, you know, we've got a problem. You know, yeah. we've got to figure out when, you know, 30% of our county is African-American, but over 80%, mm -hmm. probably far over 80% of our young uh, persons in custody of the detention center are, are, are um, black citizens. Right. We've, got to, we've got to really work at this, you know. Yeah. So there's a lot of upstream work. Um, but again, where's the incremental pro progress? And are we mm -hmm. working with our institutions to create things like bail reform, to create, mm -hmm. you know, pre-sentencing services? Are we doing enough with diversion, both at youth and adult level? Those are the things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. I don't wake up every day wanting to build a jail. What I want to do is work on the upstream work to diminish the number of persons that are in our custody. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I think we're, you know, the party's looking, one of the things we hear, if you think about 34 common pleas judges yeah. and only four aren't white. Mm -hmm. In a county that is thirty-eight to forty percent yeah. not white, yeah. that matters to voters yeah, exactly. and voters of color. So I yeah. think you're absolutely right. Again, you got to show yeah. the progress, right. and then hope. Yeah, and thank you for noticing that yourself yeah, as a, yeah, as a, as a yeah. chair in this party yeah. and uh, and vice chair Brown. I mean, you guys are um, you're cognizant of of how you know our public service and our public servants need to be you know a reflection of who we are. That's right, especially on the bench. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely right. So we've got when you were talk when you were running and you're still talking about. The idea of health mm -hmm. um, was central to your entire yeah. campaign and really yeah. has been central to a lot of what you're trying to do. In what ways, uh, you know, women's health, of course, mm -hmm. the advisory council, yeah. the Fre uh, Freshwater Institute, environmental yeah. health, right? So how are those things progressing? And, Great. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. thanks for asking and um, and remembering that that is our framework. There's a framework mm -hmm. coming in, and I, and I remember distinctly listening to somebody on the campaign early on who said, you know, this this framework of health is, is, is really important. I always appreciate my friend Ruth who said that. Um, I will say to you that we've tried in the administration to make health our organizing principle mm -hmm. and our framework, um, and also just you know moving narratives from things like uh, welfare to wellness, you know, mm -hmm. and trying to trying to really focus on we talk about child welfare. Let's talk about child wellness, holistic, you know, right. um, um, wellness. So. It's it's at a departmental level. It matters in health and human services that we're doing this. You know, what what motivates you? Social determinants of health that are you know I've been saying this since campaign days, but we've got uh, communities that might be 20 minutes from one another, and they might be 20 years expected mm -hmm. age you know life expectancy. I know 20 year variances from communities 20 minutes away. Right. 
actually, I've been using some of our uh, Near East City neighborhoods benchmarked against some of our further eastern suburbs and, and that variance. And again, I blame no one specifically in those right. communities, but 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 I've also been reminded lately that you could have blocks of difference. You know, from the Buckeye neighborhood to the Shaker community, you might have a similar variance. Absolutely. And again, I think everybody's for trying to get on page and do something about this. So health is actually an area of common ground, uh-huh. you know, in, in, amongst all of us in the Democratic Party. But I, but I hope it's a common ground area that we can catch even more folks into. Yeah. Uh, water, fresh water is a um, is a common ground area that I think people, you know, I literally wear it on my lapel here with, uh, with, right. the, with the Great yeah. Lakes. But uh, we ought to tell our story. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person who, you know, believes uh, in Carl Stokes. I mean, I, he gave me a shot when I was a student to meet with him, and I've always said this oh, that yeah. when I sat down with the great Carl Stokes, I was nervous, and he gave me gave me a coffee with Carl, and uh, he said to me at the very end of our talk, he said, "Change comes in inches," and I and I, I remembered that, and it motivated me in public service. But I remembered that there was a man who stood up, um, you know, when it mattered, and said, "No more. Our yeah. river's not going to burn again," and the surface of the river never did burn again, and you know, and and was really at the beginning of the Clean Water Act, and so. Why don't we celebrate that in a way that actually puts puts Cleveland on the map, puts Cuyahoga County Absolutely. on the map globally? One of the last serious topic would be this notion of population decline. So mm-hmm. we, um, having grown up here, um, yeah. we've seen, and I think that Cleveland's population peaked in the, the city's mm-hmm. population peaked in the 50s, with some closing in on a million. Yeah. Uh, today the city is yeah. under 400,000. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen also the county population yeah. decline. I guess my questions are, and, and if you knew the answer yeah. easily, yeah. it would have already. But does that does that even matter? So, so the Richie Paparinen argument that it doesn't, that it really doesn't. But and can we reverse it? And, and if so, are there any silver bullets? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I am very much uh, a, a, an optimist in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one, it, it matters in congressional representation. It matters in uh, a lot of a lot of things, right? So make sure you do fill out that census. Make sure that you do, uh, you know, uh, uh, get out and vote, and you know, just be counted, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, it matters. Um, the reason I'm an optimist is uh, one, I think uh, we are where it's at to be a big city, an asset base, and a mid-sized city of big city assets. You know. We can again be a bigger city and bigger county region. Um, you know, this city is. Uh, you're right, population-wise. You know, down into the three hundred thousands mark relative to where it was at nine hundred fourteen thousand in nineteen fifty. So yeah. we've lost nearly two thirds of our population, uh, but we have infrastructure to accommodate that same two thirds back. Nobody revels in climate migration. Nobody revels in the climate change that may push people more toward us. But I would rather people come to a freshwater, sustainable place than we pipe that freshwater uh, endlessly to places that aren't sustainable. So I think, one, we have an advantage in terms of a sustainable landscape that we're in. And two, I think if we play immigration correctly, we will see the international city pop. I mean, we are 120 different ethnicities. It's why I'm proposing an Office of Immigration and uh, Refugee Services. You know, it right. might be international service. We'll, we'll see how it plays out because people come here because they need to be here. They need to be with family. And some of them, are, I just use Ukraine as an example, we've, we've right. brought in and welcomed thousands uh, to our region. I will be opening with our county a, a welcoming center in the not too distant future because somewhere back when we all came from immigrants, right? right. You know, and uh, I think it's something that we um, we need to celebrate about our community that we've got the base to build a city. And you look up 
north, you know, looking at these Great Lakes, the city of yeah. Toronto across oh, wow. the pond. I, I mean, they've grown in immigrants, you know, immeasurably. So I think I think those two things uh, we stand to have a great advantage in. Uh, so lastly, Chris, for those who don't know, is a super fan of Cleveland history. And if you don't follow him on what's X now, yeah, right, right. Uh, you can, you should, because he's got constant. So I've been following you for years, and there's almost daily updates on some facet, known or unknown, about Cleveland history. Who is the greatest Clevelander of all time in your? Oh, but well, I think you. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to stand that Twitter X chain because I, you would have liked yeah. yesterday. The uh, yesterday was the. Uh, uh, was the anniversary of the largest ball game ever played. It was the amateur game uh, White Motors uh, right. played yeah, at Omaha right. at uh, Old Brooklyn near the zoo and uh, 115,000 right. people. So um, I still think that was one of the great uh, achievements in our town. But let, let, let me uh, answer your question about heroes. I mean, it is hard to answer that question. I mentioned... Um, you know, I'm a student of mayors. I'm a student mm-hmm. of uh, electors. I think there's been some incredible people. Um, you know, you go back. Um, look, Stephanie Tubbs Jones, when she was uh, a young judge, uh, was a high school student, and she invited me into her courtroom to learn more about a case because oh, right, we were there right. for school. I mean, what a trailblazer, right? right. Uh, Ohio's first African American congresswoman, an incredible leader. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not answering a question with one person, but <laughs> yeah, I gave yeah. a key to the county to Robert Madison recently. You know, a man that's now a hundred years old, but broke through. You know, mm-hmm. was denied entrance here locally to mm-hmm. architecture school while he'd studied with the greatest Walter Gropius. And, you know, people that had okay. uh, had been world renowned, but just simply because of his race. But his own classmates, you know, on his own, he got in. He said to them, I was a Purple Heart decorated uh, veteran of war. Is any of this good enough? And he finally found an ear that let him in and he, on his merits, succeeded. Uh, As I said on the day we gave uh, that key to the county, Robert Madison started a business because of a blind architecture competition, meaning that they all submitted without knowing who they were and he won on the merits of his work. And he started one of the first African-American owned firms uh, in this country, architecture firms, and and in Ohio. I mean, he's a hero to mine. So I mentioned too, Stephanie and, and and, right. uh, and Robert, right. you know, we could talk about, um, you know, Garrett Morgan and uh, we're coming oh, up on the sure. 100th anniversary of the invention of the traffic signal that continues to save lives. You know, the waterworks and where he did uh, right. the work with the uh, safety mask and the safety hood and he and his brother literally pulled tunnel workers out. I'm going on and on, but I got to come back yeah. to Carl Stokes because in contemporary life, I had the honor to meet him at the end of his life. He was on his way to become the ambassador to Seychelles and was That's important right. by the Clinton administration. But we... Uh, we were able to catch him for a cup of coffee uh, because I stood up in class and said, would you would you go with me to coffee? And he, he said, I'll be at Shaker Square or Beacon on Saturday. Come with me. And I did, and I got a half hour with Carl. Oh, but it amazing. changed my life and what he said. And I mentioned it before, uh, the, the commentary, he said the change comes in inches. It motivated me to get into public service. But I, I, I you know, as a public official now in this town we stand on his shoulders guy that had the guts to stand up for what was yeah. right in this town and and we talked earlier about clean water and we owe a lot to carl and lou stokes oh, yeah. uh, and all the aforementioned others i mean they're my heroes sure. uh, you can go back and back so student mayors you know i always appreciate the shot i got from jane campbell yeah. i appreciate my graduate professor norm Crumholtz, who was a planning director who started the conversation on equity i appreciated carl stokes who was in his class and i wouldn't have met him had he not been for norm and i appreciate all the way back to tom johnson and the three cent oh. fair Somebody that was in equity and a real progressive, uh, you know. So, I mean, we've had a lot of great leaders. Now we got to add this up to what's next for all of us, and it's leveraging what we've got in this town for a greater future. Carl Stokes, by the way, the night Martin Luther King Jr. was shot and killed, 
Uh, there were only two northern cities that did not riot. One of them was Indianapolis, mm. because Bobby Kennedy was there mm. that night yeah. giving that the speech. The other one was was Cleveland, Cleveland. and Carl yeah. Stokes, because yeah. he was literally walking the streets, wow. keeping yeah. people calm. Wow. Wow. Um, so, wow. no, this this has yeah. been great. I thank you so Appreciate much, you. Uh, County yeah. Executive Ronan. Yeah, David, for thank coming. you for we'll all you're doing, and, soon, and yeah. to everybody uh, that works every day for democracy. That's thank right. you. Thank you, and thanks everybody.